Welcome back to Tame Mayhem. I'm George. I'm Mara. And today we have a very special guest with us, uh, Ben Yates, singer and guitarist of Pabu. So what's up, Ben? What up? Hey. <laughs> How you doing, man? Yeah. I'm good. Thanks for coming on, man. Thanks for having me. Hell it's yeah, good to be dude. Here. You're How, cool as shit. How was your weekend, man? It was good. I've just been chilling. That's good. Yeah. Yeah. Nothing special this weekend? Um, No. I went and saw my <laughs> sister's dance recital. Yeah, oh, yeah, so you, I would it's say it's pretty boring. Oh, <laughs> oh, <laughs> <Lord>. <laughs> it was uh, it was good. It's a good weekend. All right, cool beans. You, you know what? Uh, I feel like one of the main questions you know a lot of people have is like, how'd you come up with the name? You know, Pabu. Um, Pabu comes from the television show The Legend of Korra. Good show. Really? Continuation of Avatar: The Last Airbender. Yeah, also a great show. Um, Pabu is the red panda character. He's like he's a fire ferret. Yeah. I've never seen it. I've seen the Avatar The Last Airbender, but I never yeah. saw Korra. So you know Momo? Yeah, it's kind of like, like the, the pet companion. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Um, Doesn't really do shit. Just <laughs> takes up resources type shit. Right. Yeah. Right. right. We named it after him. Good. <laughs> it's short Good. and sweet, unique. It really so, uh, He's a dope character. So, yeah. you know, we being who who else and how many? Um, so Pabu consists of me, Parker Ray, who goes by Milo Saunders is his stage name. Uh, oh, nice. He plays guitar. Uh, Luke Wheeler plays bass and also sings. And then David Joachim plays drums. All right. Right. That's a full crew right there. So it really four is. Four people. Yeah. yeah. Jesus. That's yeah. also a lot of people to like manage time schedules with. How, how hard is that? It's really not that hard. I mean, That's we kind of just be like, <laughs> what day do you want to do this week? <laughs> yeah. Does Wednesday work? Yeah, sure. Right. I mean, it's really easy right now. I'm not oh, working. Sure. Right. So you just throw um, throw something together whenever you whenever you guys got time, basically. Yeah. Right. Right on. Yeah, it's chill. I I also suppose it's a lot easier when you know everyone wants to do it. You know what I mean? So it's oh, easy yeah. to clear time for that. I, I do hope everyone in the band wants to do it. <laughs> right. <laughs> We're yeah. fucking finger You're right. Yeah. That's a basic assumption. <laughs> right. It's like hey, you Luke guys is like being held work. against his will. Oh like, <laughs> <or> really? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's actually kept in their studio, like chained and like gagged. He's like, gonna play. It's Babu time. It's Babu, it's Babu time. time. <laughs> you got to earn your dinner for this month. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's like a full-time job. Yeah, where did the, where did, how did you guys like even start playing together, like meet? Um, so, well, I met Parker uh, working at the Tower. Oh, really? Back last year in like, well, when I started, like January of last year. Um, he worked there through about like March, and we were like, Let's make a band. I've always right. wanted to make a band. Never really had a successful production of a band happen. Right. So um, he's been in a lot of great bands around Oklahoma City, and he wasn't currently in one, so we were like, let's put together a band. He knew Luke, and they've mm. been friends forever, and he's a wicked bass player. And then uh, he also knew David through school. They both went to ACM also, just before me. Oh, so we really? like <laughs> went to the same off. school. They yeah. just they're older than me, so they we missed each other. Had you, right. so uh, so you didn't really interact with them at school, or no? Because well, we, oh, okay. we yeah they so, they graduated. Wow. So it's basically I ever got like there. Parker like, was like Parker's the glue holding everything. Yeah, it was like I <laughs> yeah. met Parker and then Parker knew these other guys. Exactly. So yeah. we all. So you didn't know those people before you were in the band. So you were the no. outsider in that situation, yeah? Essentially, it's yeah. It's fucking terrifying. Basically. <laughs> Did you feel like you were, you know, in a sense, kind of like, not necessarily rehearsing to keep your permanent positions on the band, but like, did you feel like you were constantly being evaluated? No, not really. I mean, 
Parker and I got together and kind of went through what we wanted to do. And I told yeah. him like, dude, I have tons of songs I've written that I want to do in a band. So he was like, cool. I write two. Let's put together these songs. I gave him all these songs and then showed them to the other guys mm-hmm. too. So and they were like, yeah, I mean, really it was like all these other guys trying to learn these songs I'd written and putting their own parts to these yeah. tunes that I'd right. written like a vocal part for or something. Sometimes I just like my, my method of writing is putting together a demo and then just sending it out to everyone and being like, what do y'all think of this? What do you want to change? It's pretty much what I do with George. I'm like, yeah. Hey, what do you think of this dumbass topic? And he's like, dude, yeah. I fucking hate that. I'm like, all right, cool. I'll never write again. Exactly. I mean, really from the beginning, I don't think anyone felt like an outsider. Like we mm-hmm. got together the first time and just kind of, we didn't even play anything that we wrote. We just jammed. Yeah. Just like kind of shot for the a shit few hours. Yeah. Right. And, kind of got the glue going yeah so like in a sense you guys grew into the band rather than like you know you being recruited to it yeah yeah we all came together for the that's such a smooth transition honestly yeah Yeah. it's very seamless and you guys are still together today yeah it's been over a year now it's been like a year and a couple months yeah and like the times i've seen you guys play live you like i whenever whenever i first met all you guys like i assumed that you guys had known each other for years and i was like (laughs) Yeah, they've they like they know each other's, you know, rhythms and play styles and they got it down to a T. Yeah. It's uh I mean playing music with someone is definitely it's like something sex. else you do from right. just like doing anything. <laughs> you got to find <laughs> doing anything rhythm. else with someone. <laughs> I read this study one time that was like, you know, whenever like you're listening to a rhythm with somebody and you're like counting, it actually syncs up your brain waves. So like your it's brain cool. waves will sync to that rhythm that you're listening to. And then if everyone else is listening to it, like if there's a thousand people at a mm-hmm. show, everyone's brain waves are going at the same time. It's kind of everyone's crazy. Vi- it's literally that. a vibe check. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> it's weird. That's, That's why everyone cool. loves concerts. You know what I mean? I've yeah. been to concerts where I didn't necessarily know the band, but like, you know, it was, yeah, it was fun to be at. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's you know? fucking good. Like whenever, after you guys got done playing at the Blue Note Lounge, I didn't know the band that came on after you guys. But even then I was like, yo, these guys are... Not as good as Pablo, but they're pretty yeah. good. <laughs> Sorry, we guys. played with, uh, yeah, we played with All for More and Magic Munchbox at that show. Yeah, that was good. yeah, that was really good. That was a really good show. And like, um, it's funny because like whenever you guys remember you were I, before a show, I think it was at the Deli. I was talking to David, and he was telling me about like how because I, I asked him like how do you guys come up with this these songs like they're fucking amazing live. Yeah. Like it's an it's an insane uh, energy there, and I was like, "How do you guys like come up with it?" And he was like, "Well, Ben just writes uh, the lyrics, or you and uh, Parker, I guess." And he's like, "And then we just add our own stuff to it." And I was like, "Really? That's fucking cool." Yeah, um, that's basically how it goes. I mean, I do. So whenever I'm making these, is are we to the creative process part yet? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So basically, it just goes like. I'll be there and I make this demo and it has all the parts in it. Like I can program drums in on okay. my controller right. and mm-hmm. I can play the guitar and bass part and come up with a vocal line. But really that's just what I'm thinking. And then when mm-hmm. I send it to them, like they put their own spin yeah. on it. Yeah. yeah. It, every single time it's like, it turns into something else. For sure. Right. But it's nice to have that. It's like hard for me to just though, right? write like vocals and guitar without also being able to listen to what else I have going on yeah. in my mind right. and not put it down. I feel like that's, you know, a better, more detailed way to come up with it, you know, yeah. just to try to make sure everything does mesh together and flow. Right. Yeah, that's yeah. fucking brilliant, honestly. Because I feel like most people, they, like, 
Because if it, uh, I was watching a documentary, I was watching a documentary about the Strokes and like how they basically, for one of the albums, they just locked each other. They sat in a room together and they locked themselves in there together. And they were like, all right, we have to fucking mesh everything together as opposed to like just like, all right, this is what I want. And then you send it to uh, Luke and he t- does his part and then you send it to Dave and he does his part and then you send it to Parker and he does his part and it just turns into something else, like yeah. you said. I think it's yeah. incredible how they're all able to find like their own place within that, you know, those vocals and within those like, you know, type of things that you're putting out that they're able to really add their own unique taste, like, you know, be able to do that consistently. Right? Yeah. That's fucking cool. I mean, that's just like the chemistry, you know, the chemistry <laughs> is insane, right? Like the chemistry's not right. Well, who the fuck cares? Exactly. Right? <laughs> exactly. You don't want a band with no soul. Right. And, and I feel like the longer you're together, the better, just because you, you learn how each other is. Oh yeah. And what, how you guys <laughs> perform. <laughs> totally. Right? We have, um, I mean, we have one song, I think that we have actually come up with while playing together. Wow. So far. Really? And it's not like a real song yet, but we've been, practicing it and playing it for whenever we can play again but yeah so we've definitely been you know playing together a lot and like you can kind of anticipate what someone's going to play after you play with them for a while like Mm -hmm. you kind of you know know how to play with them right yeah and how to make it work yeah it's like a relationship (laughs) (laughs) it's like sex like i said (laughs) whenever you uh are like writing these songs do you ever think about like the kind of like live aspect like if you're ever to do them live Mostly or, always. Really? Right. Yeah. So I what, mean, what kind of role does that play into it in like, you know, trying to write and produce it from the get-go, knowing that you are might or have, will have to perform it live? Um, so I like to think about whenever I'm at a show or whenever I'm running sound for a show or running mm-hmm. monitors and watching, like what gets me off whenever I'm watching it? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like, what fucking hits? Exactly. What am I like, fuck yeah to whenever that happens? And I'm like, okay, what can I do that's similar to that? to try to get that. And I'm usually thinking about the live aspect of it whenever right. I'm writing rather than like, I mean, I, I, a lot of the times think about, you know, how can this be a good recording and what would this sound like on a recording? Mm-hmm. But I like to think about how it's going to affect the audience. Whenever right. I, yeah. And so you like that, a you lot of songs I'm hit. trying to write upbeat things and exactly and like, like this whole produces a fast song more to try to make people. Song. Yeah. Right. Like, like humble and Kendrick. <laughs> I grew up in the metal scene pretty hard, so I yeah. went to a ton of metal shows okay. and moshed a lot. So, like, I really like energetic, crazy. Gets you going. Yeah, like, gets yeah. you going. Jacked type. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> Live wire by Motley Crue. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. So, as, so as far as inspirations go, you take a lot from metal. Yeah, yeah, I do actually. Oh, really? Yeah. Like, there's a lot of. I mean. We have some pretty poppy songs, and a lot of it's pretty, you know, yeah, it's poppy. Mm-hmm. But um, we have, cool. like, one song is called Scrape Me Silver. Mm-hmm. We don't have a recording of it, but we play it live, and it's pretty fast. It's pretty chunky, mm-hmm. and uh, it's got some very metal-inspired riffs in it, Um and that's definitely one that showcases that inspiration a lot. Right. I do write a lot of other non-Pabu metal stuff in, <laughs> yeah. in yeah. my other time. Uh, but, I mean, I personally do take a lot. Also, lyrically, from metal. Um, How do lyrics play into that? Yeah. Thing? So, like, 
most of the time when I'm writing lyrics, I'll come up with a melody before I come up with the lyrics. Okay. So you come up with the hook, right? Uh, yeah. So I'll come oh. up with like, um, what would go good over this part? Like, na 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 na. Okay. So what can I put? Na 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 na. Eight syllables to. So, honestly, it kind of is more about the melody than it is about the words most of the time for me right. mm-hmm. you sometimes i'll have like words ready and be like how can i fit these words into there but for being a lead singer i'm not that much of a lyricist really okay. yeah um i have songs that i've written about my life about other things i've seen about stuff i just make up um but a lot of the times I'll just be like, what sounds cool here? <laughs> right. <laughs> what do I think would be cool? Like what flows out of my mouth naturally whenever I think of this melody? Right. You know a lot about poetry? Not a lot. <laughs> you fuck right. poetry. I like bro. poetry. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> write a haiku right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Prove it to me. <laughs> you know, just the whole like, you know, syllable count thing yeah. and, you know, having to come up with, I suppose, sometimes rhyming stuff. It's, you know, it, se- it seems like a whole... Po- poetry intensive type thing but I guess it all is down to the core when you're coming up with lyrics but yeah totally I guess it's a different thing when you're coming up with the melody first yeah which is interesting yeah. it's fucking cool I, I mean, mean I mean I never really came from a writing background mm-hmm. more right. than a musical background which is I think why I do that but um I mean yeah I I know some poetry and I I've kind of started to listen to music more for lyrics recently right. mm-hmm. than just like how I it have sounds. in the past. Yeah. Yeah. And that's been, that's something a lot of people don't think about is like yeah. how you listen to music. No, um, honestly, because there's, like, there's so sometimes many different ways li- you can do it. Yeah. Sometimes I'll be listening to just the bass. How does the exactly. bass sound? Yeah. So you can listen yeah. to it by instrument, drums, bass, guitar, keyboards, Then the vocal. lyrics. You can listen to it rhythmically. Yeah. Melodically, harmonically. There are like so many different ways you can, you can, passively listen actively and passively yeah like, like sometimes you, you just want to it while hear you're something working beautiful. or at the yeah. gym or something mm-hmm. um but listening to it lyrically is probably the most popular way people listen to music especially yeah. you know pop music being yeah um or being like pop hip-hop music like is, being very lyrically right. driven yeah. and you have rap, to deliver. Yeah, yeah for sure i feel like a, a huge reason i do enjoy a lot of like alternative music is part of the reason is i just don't focus on the lyrics a lot of the time you know, I just really am listening to the sound, and sometimes when I just find like the good sound, I'm just like, okay, that's what I'm doing. Like you know? She do yeah. be you know? popping that pussy for. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> there have been times where, because I feel like a lot of times when I hear music uh, in public and you know, really anywhere else that's not like my car or earbuds, I can't even understand the lyrics. So I feel like that's a big thing for me too. Is that yeah. like I can't hear them, so all I have to go off of is the instruments. And that's so something I that, that I think a lot of bands take into consideration too. Is like how they pronounce their lyrics Mm -hmm. like i'm a super articulate singer like we were recording a song one time and the girl recording us was like you should articulate less because it sounds dorky (laughs) i was like i get it but that's kind of my style we're a mathematical band if you listen (laughs) like black sabbath Mm -hmm. ozzy osbourne obviously the lyrics are very important but the music is also like in the forefront there yeah Um, for sure like a lot of genres the lyrics are almost kind of hidden behind like the the music music. itself and that sometimes will bother me because then when i do get around to hearing the lyrics and if they 
if it's something like, you know, super shitty. I feel like I don't usually listen to lyrics, but if it's something like super shitty, I'm almost done with the song. My favorite thing <laughs> is going and reading lyrics for songs that I've known forever and finding out that they're different. Yeah, oh, absolutely. Yes, I'm like, one. what the fuck is this? <laughs> I think there was like a Muse song. What song was it? Um, Unnatural Selection. Do you guys know that song? It's by Muse. It's on The Resistance. I thought that like all like all the lyrics in that song were different and then i read them <laughs> and it's like a wake-up call yeah like and y'all know the alphabet i thought it was elm elemino so uh yeah lyrics <laughs> they're important yeah well yeah it's like the majority of the song yeah. got, like half of it at least yeah. So, you know, know go, going off of lyrics and, you know, talking about all the live shows and stuff, what, what goes into a live show that's a lot different than, say, just a recording session? Which, you know, besides, you know, the audience aspect and not being able to mess up pretty much, like, what else <laughs> is, like, kind of behind-the-scenes stuff? Um, I think we all become very excited whenever we play a live show. Um. Obviously, recordings are very, very polished. Like, when I mix any of our songs, I spend, you know, at least eight days, like, mixing this song and putting it together. And it's, like, perfect. Right. Like, I have to get it all polished. And with a live show, um, more than trying to play the right thing, I think it's trying to um, sort of see how everyone's going to react to what we're playing. Yeah, right. So like I said, when we play an upbeat song, like I like to see if the audience is going to like start dancing or yeah. something. I want to like get people dancing. I want to get right. people going. And uh, it's kind of like a give and take thing. Right. Exactly. So, so so your set lists are kind of designed around like trying to get an audience energized? Yeah. Or it like, is. Or yeah. like how you want to kind of like how the yeah. show to go. Like you want to like a... Start to energize and then just kind of curve off into like a, I guess you know a slow. Yeah, I think a lot of bands do that too. We'll kind of like start energetically, take it down a little bit, go energetic again, then take it back down, Mm -hmm. then end with hits. Usually, yeah. Yeah. Um, Excuse me. (laughs) You're good. Since we've only really played like six songs, (laughs) 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 and haven't been able to play more than that since quarantine started. yeah, we start. I think our first show we started with Lemasign, and I wanted to start with that song. If you haven't listened to it, it just starts off with an immediate just hit from every single instrument. Yeah, it's, it's like, pretty cool. Bam, wow. And it's like I wanted to start with that song because it's not the happiest, most upbeat song. It's actually really depressing and slow. Mm-hmm. But that first hit in the song is like, here we are. And plus, yeah. the riffs in between also hit. Like they they don't hit as hard as the first one, but they still fucking hit. Yeah, and so like. You so instead of like starting with another song where it would just be like a guitar riff and then the band kind of subtly comes in, I wanted to like have everyone come in at once so that everyone yeah. in the bar is like, oh, the band's playing now. Hell yeah. Yeah, so, that's, a, yeah that's a good design. But yeah, like in, in other shows, we started with Scrape Me Silver, which is that song that has a lot of metal inspiration. Mm-hmm. And that is also a big one because... Do you also like plan it around the venue that you're playing at? Because like... I noticed that whenever I went to the live show at Delhi at the Delhi, and then whenever we went to the live show at the Blue Note, they I think you guys started like one set with Paint Me Silver, and then the other one with Limassign, or at least you started playing Limassign for a sound check, I think. Um. Okay. So, yeah. So for 
the Blue Note show we ended with Afternoon because yeah. that was going to be the single we were putting out that week. Right. And for our St. Patrick's show, which didn't happen, we were going to end with Limousine, which was going to be the single we were releasing that week. So we based the songs we were ending with off of what we were coming out with. That way we could end the show with thank you for listening. We're Pabu. This is our last song. It's coming out next week. Right. Okay. Fucking baller. Uh, yeah, that's that's awesome. I also right. am terrified of talking. <laughs> Into the I'm right not way. terrified of talking in front of people. It's just yeah. for whatever reason, like in between songs, it sucks. He's like, do I it. don't know what to say. Really? <laughs> I make really that? bad jokes. and just <laughs> It's just the nerves, isn't for it? everybody. Not really. Like, I'm really? not nervous whenever I'm on stage. It's just whenever I do talk, it's nothing good. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> just that. It's like, what do you, you talk about between songs? Like, yeah, if I were just small true. talking with like 20 people in the crowd, being like, all right, well, this is our next song. Thanks for coming again. We'll do again. <laughs> This is uh, the sixth this. time you heard this. <laughs> this is a show. This is a show that you're watching now. I don't know. That, that is like a gift unto itself. Parker's really good at it, so I usually let him talk a lot during <laughs> those parts, but it's something I hope to improve, I think. I mean, uh, at least I know. The one thing I, I do love about your show is I know when the song's over because you just uh, everybody just stops playing at the same time. You just say, thank you. <laughs> yeah. That's the other thing is ending the song. Just, thank you. Yeah, really? It's fucking, yeah. It's awesome. <laughs> I was almost expecting it when on your first recorded single. I was like, please, please, please. I also never drank before a show, so maybe if I did, Damn, it'd be a little different. I don't know how different. you do that. Yeah. I'd be a fucking nervous wreck without anything in my system. I mean, that, you know, so that's the whole coordination thing too, right? I mean, not like you know, not being intoxicated. George, at least trying not to be. Do you think it would impair <laughs> like your ability? I mean, if I had a beer, I'd be fine. Yeah. If I had any more than that, if I out. did mess up, even if it wasn't because I was intoxicated, I would blame it on the intoxication. I'd be like, "Why did I do that?" Mm-hmm. <laughs> I had to. I had but on the right side, on like on the plus side, maybe I would be more interactive with the crowd. I don't know. Right? Yeah. Who knows? Right? <laughs> we'll have to do a trial run. Let's do a trial run. Welcome to the drunk show. Yes. <laughs> We're gonna try Pabu to get- <laughs> after dark. <laughs> <laughs> We're trying to get Ben as shit faces. <laughs> we want you to come out of your shell, Ben. Oh. We love you. What's been your favorite performance so far? Um, the Blue Note. What, what We've only played why? three shows. We okay. played two shows at the Deli and then one at the Blue Note and then the world shut down. <laughs> um, well, all of our friends came out to the Blue Note show. I think it was because it was on a weekend. Right. I think it was on a weekend. It was on remember. a Friday. Yeah. So everyone was free. We had all of our friends there. They capped out the Blue Note. They wouldn't let any more people in because everyone was in there. And it was really fun. The thing that I did not like about that more than... Uh, the deli was that the deli has a stage that's probably like a couple feet high right and the blue note you're like four or five feet high so you feel distance from the audience which is like a professional stage right but i like to kind of be close to people and see people partying i couldn't really see anyone No, yeah, because the lights were like right more like we were performing rather than interacting right right so but that was a really good show that was. was really fun especially playing with the other guys and Magic Munchbox and all for more. Mm-hmm. Those guys are great. That's where and I got my poppy shirt. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> or a second one, at least, because I already had one. We're making more. Oh. Oh. Any any big ideas for They're all going to be unique. We're doing, like, random tie-dye shirts, oh. and then we're just going to stick a logo on them. That's fucking cool. So, yeah, the idea is, like, you get a shirt, and there's not another shirt that's like it. That's awesome. Yeah, that's actually fucking brilliant. It's just kind of like one shirt. I'll just spray a bunch of 
random colors onto, <laughs> yeah. and then another one. Better I'll do like an opaque. Don't make mine ugly, dude. <laughs> that's all they ask, please. Right. Please, for the love of God. But so that's a fun quarantine project is tie dye yeah. a bunch of shirts. Hey, dude, shout out to quarantine projects. I've been picking so many up, like so many up. I started fucking drawing again for some goddamn reason. I never nice. draw now. Nice. But uh, what about you? Any quarantine projects that you've been working on? Brewing beer. Yeah. Really? Yeah. What goes into that? You know, I hear some people, you know, are like, you know, brewing their own beer and it's making really, their own wine and whiskey. And I mean, just like much. cooking, you really just have to follow the instructions. <laughs> right. Like, I mean, I got this book at like half price that went over like how to do it right. It said start out with a kit. So I've been getting these kits and they've been really good kits and they have basically you just have to invest in all the equipment you need and then you can buy the ingredient kits and the ingredient kits come with all the ingredients you need for Mm -hmm. the entire process. So like um, basically you'll start off and you steep grains. Uh, A basic beer will have grains, malt, hops and yeast yeah and whatever you add to that makes it a certain kind of beer so like the first beer i made was a wit beer and i had like a spice pack in it okay had like orange peel and tastes like blue moon we're teaching you guys how to brew beer now. (laughs) yeah but uh, and it comes with the instructions and so i mean after doing a few of them you kind of understand how it works and kind of the science behind it and then you can start kind of doing things from right so do you get like variation once you learn like the steps you can like kind of add your own twist to it in a sense yeah 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 um, How many have you I've made? Been, I've made three. Ooh. And the one, or the next one I want to make, I want to like take the instructions from one of the kits, but get my own ingredients. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And put it together that way. That'd be fucking cool. And then the book I got has like some all grain recipes, like just weird stuff you can do and recipes that work. The number one thing he says in there is don't like fuck around with the recipe because it'll mess it up <laughs> yeah like he's just if you mess he... if you try to add one thing that's different it's gonna mess it up it's gonna give you bad flavor he just he just he doesn't want people to create their own flavors and yeah, yeah. he wants Maybe to corner right. the market <laughs> he wants to corner the market but um i mean you can easily get your beer infected like oh, during Jesus. fermentation like if you don't sanit- sanitizing is everything you buy like star star sand all rinse sanitizer and spray it on everything you can get it in the beer because the yeast will eat the star sand Right. And it'll be fine. Um, but as long as you sanitize everything, you won't have infection. So that seems like good. a dangerous game. You I know. know dealing I with fermentation and shit that. like yeah. that. Like, too I can't believe we know we drink rot, rotten shit. <laughs> I mean. Just to feel different, man. It's not <laughs> really, though. It's just it's just yeast that's eat that has eaten a bunch of other things. Well, here in America, yeast is an infection. I'm okay <laughs> with it. I don't want it. Yeah, I think I think the whole concept of beer to me is like a little strange. Totally, totally, obviously not a beer guy. You got to wonder either. like how who the first person to accidentally make was. that. <laughs> That's an accident. You don't just you got to think about that with, with alcohol that. in general. Oh yeah, yeah. Someone like oh, like hey, someone some ate some fruit. berries that, that were left in a barrel. Dope. Yeah. And they were like, wow, that felt good. I feel good. Those are good berries. Let's have some more. Well, I feel like, you know, at first you feel like you're being poisoned and you're like, oh, my God, no. But like, so it really is. You really are being poisoned. Exactly. So which part of that, you know, did they latch on (laughs) to? Right. Where do you draw the line? Because they've never really poisoned. And that's kind of a weird thing, though. Like most poisons, like if you get bitten by a black widow spider, it's probably not going to feel good whenever you're 
having the venom run through your bloodstream. <laughs> exactly. But whenever you're being poisoned by alcohol, you feel great. Even yeah. though that's also killing Until, you. <laughs> yeah, exactly. It's fucking slowly Until killing so like you. Yeah, both will kill you. Maybe, but that's, like... maybe that's why alcohol is such a good poison because you, <laughs> it feels good. Introducing Until you're not beer. drunk anymore, then it doesn't. If you want to assassinate someone, make them into a fucking alcoholic. <laughs> 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 They'll enjoy their time. Exactly. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Hard liquor every day. I wish beer didn't have alcohol in it, though, so then I could just drink beer like 24-7. They have non-alcoal okay, I mean, beer, yeah, but, but it doesn't taste like shit. It tastes like shit, honestly. Yeah. Yo, what yeah, even non-alcoholic beer seems like non-beer at all. What's the, I what's feel the like it comes with a, it? a flavor risk whenever you make non-alcoholic. I don't even know yeah. how they do it, actually. Exactly. No. You just add the flavor? <laughs> like, it's, it's just it like seltzer water that they make taste like horse piss. Like, <laughs> Like that LaCroix. has to be it. Yeah. LaCroix. LaCroix. Flavored yeah. LaCroix. Bread flavored LaCroix. Bread flavored LaCroix. Bread flavored I prefer lemon rind. Lemon <laughs> rind. <laughs> I prefer fucking <laughs> rotten tomatoes and shit because I don't like LaCroix. LaCroix, LaCroix is, is disgusting. Nasty. Really? Yeah. I like sparkling water. No. Nope. Not for me. <laughs> not for me water. either. Spicy I just like water. regular ass water. You know, I don't need to be burping. Mm. I know, right? I, I do like a, a spicy apple juice, which is cider. Cider's really good. <laughs> spicy yeah. apple juice. Spicy apple juice. That yeah, apple, good. yeah, it's pretty good. Yeah. Cider's good. What do you think of that? Cider? Yeah. Yeah, I love cider. Yeah, like uh, like reds? Dude, reds. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah. I fucking drink like six, a six-pack of that. Reds is yeah, so good. It is. My, my one thing I started drinking a lot lately was the green apple angry orchard yeah dude it's sweeter than you so think it'd good. be it's amazing it's so sweet you don't yeah. taste the alcohol it's dangerous but i'm like <laughs> i don't care <laughs> are you a big liquor guy ben no just stick to beer i really just drink beer yeah yeah um, what about your college days i know you had the crazy college days i mean when i went to parties yeah oh keggers <laughs> yeah, yeah. Word. <laughs> word let's hear about that <laughs> parties or yeah so well i went to parties back when i lived in stillwater and went to osu okay okay but, um my at the end of my freshman year, I moved here to the city to go to ACM, and after that, I kind of just stopped doing any real college social things. I yeah. guess. <laughs> well, ACM isn't on the UCO campus, right? So, like, you it's like downtown. Get it's just there. a there's building like, that they have, right? Yeah. Just yeah, which is cool, but like, it's not a. There's campus. almost not a community, right? Like, you go was- to a college campus you all the students are out on the lawn or whatever yeah. and it's like, like the okay there's this community of students yeah. all living and learning in like the same place and, and fucking they have a community yeah <laughs> it's the difference between having like two square miles dedicated to school versus like you know the first five floors of whatever building right like, especially in the middle of a busy place like downtown but you go to acm you pay like 150 dollars to park Oh, God you walk Christ. halfway across Bricktown to get to school. You get solicited for cash like five times. You get to yeah. class, you leave, and the same thing happens. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus, you're lucky if your car's not towed. <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're like, hey, you but paid it's, 150. I mean, bucks. it's cool. It's a really good school. It's just I kind of wish I had a, like was on campus. You know? Yeah, right. Did you, Did you get it all so out your freshman point year? Point being, though? yeah, yeah. Point <laughs> being, as I, I kind of. Never, they didn't really have parties or anything when I moved here, so I did a lot of partying back at OSU, and that was legit. <laughs> really? OSU's got some parties. Any crazy ones that you can like specifically remember? Homecoming. Really? Mm. <laughs> it's usually the craziest. <laughs> on a Saturday. Um, it was just a big party, dude. Um, one of my friends has a picture, so we basically just had, like, there were stairs in this house, and they were chilling in the living room at the bottom of the stairs. They're just hanging out, and they hear, oh, God. 
Jesus. And there I am laying at the bottom of the stairs. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just like upside down. And I'm like, hey. Hey. <laughs> probably broken. <laughs> Seriously. So I just like fell down all these stairs and then got a picture. Someone took a picture. Yeah, so but like that next took, morning was like hellish. A, okay, okay, next morning, uh, I played in the church band, right? I had to be at church. Oh, it was Sunday morning. Um, so I don't know how you did that. OSU homecoming happens. I have to go to church and play. I'm in. I'm at this party where all my friends crash, and all these friends with me are also in the church band. So we kind of like help each other out. Like, right, let's yeah. get going. Let's stop at the gas station and get some food and Red coffee Bull. and go to church. Exactly. And like on the way there, my mom texts me like, "Hey, hon, we're gonna come watch you at church this morning." Oh, oh <laughs> god, damn it! <laughs> mom, I got luckily, I mean, I was playing bass that day, and yeah, I was just kind of. Chilling. Blending in and it was fine. Like the thing you had sunglasses on. <laughs> <laughs> Just but like got a stain here on your shirt. Yeah, you're a better man than me. I would have been like, I'm sorry, Jesus. Like not it was today. Like, <laughs> yeah. one Bruised and hungover, wicked hungover <laughs> at church. Hell at yeah. church. That's how you sorry. know you're a fucking rock star. That was college though. I mean, I played really well. So. Yeah, that's a plus. No one could tell. As long as no one could tell, it didn't happen. No, you're <laughs> fucking good. Like. I mean, shit has gone sideways for me before. Like, yeah. I've been having to, like, keep it together at a family reunion before. <laughs> You've seen me. <laughs> like, oh, my fucking God. I mean, I wasn't drunk. I mean, I was probably still pretty drunk, but I, w- <laughs> yeah. I was more hungover than drunk at that point. So I was just... Exactly. You should have just, just like kept it going, had a beer before church. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Air the probably dogs, right. what they call it. <laughs> I remember at this old place I worked at, I remember uh, it was a Sunday morning, and uh, one of my coworkers is just like... Yo, he was like, I went out last night. He was like, didn't go to bed till four. He was like, so I've just been keeping it going. <laughs> I'm like, you're fucking kidding never me. Never hung over if you never stop. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Yes, I, was at, exactly. I actually worked at a place that um, I came into the I came into the restaurant to open, and I I see the fucking GM passed out on the, on one of the, in in one of the booths, and I was like, hey, wake up! Like you're not even supposed to be here. What the fuck yeah. are you doing? And he goes like. Oh, I'm sorry. I've been I fell asleep like two hours ago, and I raided the fridge Holy here. Shit! Like, what the fuck? <laughs> Holy shit! Dude, there's nothing. There, I mean, there are things, but there's almost nothing worse than like waking up really hungover and knowing you have to go and do something for hours on end. Yep. Yep. Well, like, to be fair, I've never been hungover. Thank God. Remember this? Congratulations. Uh, yeah, it's my fucking it's my weird achievement of the week. <laughs> So have you just not had enough? Yeah, that's, that's, <laughs> that's what I'm thinking. What I'm the, closest, the closest time I came to it was in Dallas. And, like, we wake, we woke up and we went to go eat breakfast. And I was, like, I was honestly on the – if I had something in my stomach before we went to breakfast, I probably would have thrown up. God. But the fact that I we ate breakfast after the fact, I was, like, oh, thank God. I, yeah. can, get, I can drive now. That was one of the best breakfasts I've ever had. It really was. I was so scared for you, dude. You were like, you looked physically green. You looked like the fucking emoji. Was that like, was the worst time I've ever – that was the worst hangover I've ever had. Hypnotic is terrible. <laughs> it's fucking dangerous. <laughs> I mean, that was even worse than homecoming. That, I mean, really? Yeah. I remember At least we didn't wake up like bruised. waking up and being like – I wish I was dead. I really <laughs> do. I don't, I can't do this. That is serious. Death is way and like, better than this. You don't even remember anything. The seconds go by so slowly whenever you're hungover and you're like, how, like, 
how am I supposed to get through this? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I don't want to get through Make this. it go faster. <laughs> like, I have to go outside today. Yeah. <laughs> I can't but do I that mean, shit. We, I think I barfed in the sink, like the kitchen sink of that B&B. <laughs> that you morning. did. It's all blue and purple. I have a video of it. <laughs> you do? <laughs> yeah. I was That's like, hey, disgusting. <laughs> I see Adriana's throwing up in the sink. She's like patting you on the back, and I'm just like in the back shit posting. <laughs> It was I, that I drunkenness know. led to some great conversations the oh, night before. Absolutely, though. we were fucking vibing. For context, we were in Dallas and just uh, we got chilling. Morrow and I at <laughs> yeah. this B and B. Everyone else was at the club. He couldn't go because he was underage, and I couldn't go because I was wearing tennis shoes. <laughs> <laughs> so we went we back and weird. just <laughs> talked for like three hours about. It felt like ten hours. It was just so good conversation. It was some of. The, it was like, damn, I could. Start it was intellectual talking. conversation. It really was. We were talking about Smash Bros. to physics, <laughs> the physics of Smash. I Bros. even brought the Switch. I brought games, and I think we talked about all the games and how much we loved the games, and never even played them. I know. <laughs> we were we just, were like, just like, this and this and this Smash Bros. Yeah, we were going through <laughs> each other's like playlist. We were like, yo, this is fucking good, bro. <laughs> <laughs> Made me into the person I am today. Um. So Ben. We've already I, talked about your college phase and college uh, days. Mm-hmm. So I am so sorry, but we totally lied to you. We need to talk about another phase of your life. Okay. It's a very important phase, it looks like. Elementary school? Nope. You your wish. emo phase. Your emo phase. Hell yeah. <laughs> welcome to, welcome nice. to Hot One. <laughs> Did you get that from Facebook? Yeah, Adriana oh, actually sent them to me. Oh, right There we go, man. Yeah. Dude. I need to. Yeah, go back to that so other different. one, actually. Which one? This one? The one before that. Oh, I got you. The one where I was given oh, the, the, the emo piece. Deep, the deepest V you've ever that seen. That hair, I was so proud of it, dude. Okay, that's what emo kids wanted to be. Really? Yeah. I got it. Oh, I, go. I ran the race. I, I met the finish line. Yeah, dude. That is what's up. Look at that hair. Jesus Christ. That's straight dude. up Christopher Drew. Is it not? That's the cover so of different. that album where he's with the ukulele. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god it's really uh re- ready said go type hair. yeah that was very 2013 what yeah. year was this though please say i mean 2013. 2012 or 20 uh no that was a mistake yeah, 2012. Well, this is it was yesterday. like 2012. Yeah, <laughs> Ben's. Yeah, hair I got swoop. a haircut before I came here. <laughs> Ben's hair swoop itself. I was saved listening to Never world. Shout Never on the way here, dude. Really, Never Shout Never, dude. I'm in trouble. Yeah, I'm in love with the, something. I I remember. I don't I care what song. you say. Never Shout Never had some bangers. No, absolutely. Fucking Pierce the Veil was okay, the only. They Mexican. might be. It might be like, yeah, ukulele music and this guy who has the most tenor voice. <laughs> But every single song on that album was catchy as fuck. You can't deny it. Every single one got stuck in your head. Dude, fucking Pierce Emo culture for life. Absolutely. I'm here till I die. I'm going through my phase right now. It's great. But (laughs) fucking. What else you got on uh, there? Pierce the Veil. Uh, Let's see. Dude, I want to know this one. I still listen to them. Me too. Yeah, that's a good one. Yeah. All that remains. Are you guys tied together? Or you Uh just both have pink belts? No, that's actually like the breast cancer ribbon. For the breast like cancer, party ribbon. Right? It's a party ribbon? Yeah. It was made of paper. Yeah. I don't know what You're was going on there. You're just tied together at the hip. That, that shirt's All That Remains, and then the other shirt was actually also my shirt. My buddy was wearing <laughs> yeah. it. It's Bring Me the Horizon. I had nine Bring Me the Horizon shirts. Damn. <laughs> had. Past tense? Fucking. Um, some of them were sewn into a quilt. Oh, that's, that's what I'm talking about. The others sick. were probably given to Goodwill. Oh, okay. <laughs> I still have some. Yeah, there we that, go. That's yeah, just going to keep millions one I wish day. you had. The, do you have this specific one? I don't. 
Oh my god. No, some of those bands I still keep up with though. Pierce the Veil yeah, still they, makes bangers, god. dude. Yeah. Here's this Their whole Oh my god, dude. <laughs> this next was my favorite Jesus one, dude. Jesus Christ. All right, dude. bring it on. There we go. Look like someone whooped your ass before that photo. <laughs> dude, that was um yeah. I got an ass beaten. <laughs> no. <laughs> no shit, right? It seems like you touch one of those like uh you know, like electric balls yeah, or whatever shocked. that gets your like hair. I don't I think you know those scene girls hairs? Like whenever what do they call the it? Feather extension. They tease it. The, yeah. Yeah, and yeah. it all goes up. I think my scene girlfriends like wanted to tease my hair, so I let them do it. That's what that picture is. God. Fuck yeah, dude. I'm still looking for my god titty. That's some long ass hair though. GF. Hmm? That's some long ass hair. Yeah, it was long, man. It was long. I straightened it every day. Really? Every morning. Oh my god! So naturally, naturally, it's really curly. It's like almost as curly as your hair, probably a little more. That's that's very like you can see it. Do you still do it? It's pretty curly. Yeah, yeah. You can kind of tell. Do you straighten it now? Still? No. Okay. I just sweep it back. (laughs) That's what I'm talking about. A little bit of water. Yeah. Uh. Yeah, I'd like get up in the morning and straighten it. Jeez, at one point it was black at, at some at one uh, dude it was emo culture man if you weren't dedicated you weren't the scene king uh-uh. <laughs> what, what else was the dedication part besides straightening your hair um i mean you just had to look the part you had to go to hot topic every weekend really right, right. Like you had to see spot. all the other ones hmm? you had to see all the other you know scene kids there yeah so you exactly. could verify status. you had to go to shows yeah. yeah, make sure they're not slipping, you know? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. you, lose, like, you lose your uh, No, dude, card. I mean, at the time, it was so cool. Oh, I bet. <laughs> to you? <laughs> yeah, it was. Because at that time, it was the whole snapbacks and tattoos bullshit, yeah. so that's what I was looking at. I was like, I, I mean, I you were either cool. emo or a fuckboy, so... I would have been that's a fuckboy. That's true, that, right? Take that how you want it. Or apparently or, a I loser. I was about to be a fuckboy. Yeah. Now it's e boy and fuck boy. Fuck boy remains. <laughs> fuck boy will always remain. Oh, this one's no, also a really good cool. one. Yeah, it almost. How old were you, dude? That was not even high school. That was like <laughs> oh that was like seventh grade, dude. <laughs> oh, I thought you meant more recent. I was like, no, <laughs> that, no, that, that, way. Too. I was like no that was like, like twenty nine, twenty ten. I mean, look at the Green Day poster. Harry Potter and the Half-Blood Prince had just come out. That's that poster. Heroes. You see that in the background? You remember Heroes? Yeah. Heroes. Hiro Nakamura? Yeah. Dude. You look like the, the like, I was like, while you, st- while you went out and partied, I studied the Blade kind of guy. Yeah. <laughs> no, that was, okay, so that was before I even, like, had a group of people. That was before I was even cultured in anything. You know that, like, time everyone goes through where they listen to Linkin Park and they just wear <laughs> oh. jeans and it's crazy because that's, DC you know, shoes and, yeah. like, any graphic t-shirt you can find. Yeah. You don't brush your hair. <laughs> you you yeah. wear glasses and fedora hats that you bought at the gas station. Or... <laughs> I hate that you uh, This is oddly break. specific now. I'm loving it. Basically mall ninja <laughs> shit. Yeah. <laughs> I was a mall ninja. That's what that was. That's what it was. I could tell from the fucking sunglasses. You got the, like, yeah. I yell at my wife in public sunglasses. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> those are so Adam good. Levine wore those. Yeah, I could see it from the deep-ass V-neck that you got on Oh, here. my God, dude. This one, this one amazed me. This one's probably my favorite one. Are you going to put these, like, in the, yeah. in the video? Okay, good. Because yeah. fucking... It's too beautiful not to. Seriously, <laughs> I don't know. I've never, I've never seen a V that deep. That's a that V. That's a, a woman's capital shirt. V. That's why it's that deep. <laughs> you, you got were, a capital it's V. meant to show up titty. <laughs> yeah. Well, at the bottom of the shirt, it had this like cool graphic or something. I got it at like, a thrift shop. But at the time, it was also cool to wear women's clothes. <laughs> so so, so I was wearing thug. women's skinny jeans. Here's the wear. thing. Do you wear contacts or were these glasses just for looks? They had no lenses in them. 
Oh, they so were you 3D stole glasses them? from the theater. That is that the best answer I could have gotten. Because that was also them? in at the time. Oh, yeah. no, for sure. Was to just wear the 3D glasses without the 3D part in them anymore. Interesting. See, I thought you had just like plastic in the shit. No. And yeah. a lot of other I people. I thought you kept the plastic on. But right. I wonder how, I want to know how many, how much fucking plastic was wasted in this generation just from people stealing the fucking <laughs> right. glasses. Yeah. The shitty 3D glasses. Yeah, you guys remember the ones that were like the same style, but they had the bars across them? The shutter shades, yeah, yeah, kind of, Kanye, yeah. Kanye those were them. shitty, right? It was the a- it was the aviators and the yeah. shutter shades. I mean, it was basically half sunglasses. Yeah, that's what. Essentially, party rock... you might as well just be covering one eye. Seriously, I hated those. That's that made no party sense rock to was me. The shit, man. Everybody <laughs> was shuffling. Rock. It was crazy. <laughs> Snapbacks and tattoos were the shit back then. Black and yellow was like number one everywhere for some fucking reason. She was beautiful. Speaking of beautiful, here's another really good one. Yeah, what is what is this? Yeah, what play is that? Oh, that's Once Upon a Mattress. That's oh. like a spinoff, yeah. like a like a comedic spinoff of Princess and the Pea. Hmm. That was a good one. Like, I was a knight. You were a knight? Yeah. See my chain mail? Oh, is that what it is? Oh, you're <laughs> on the left. Who did you yeah. think I was? Not sure, honestly. <laughs> it's the one in the dress right there. <laughs> yeah, you're in the front, front you thought and center, I was the bro. female. <laughs> the princess. Like had long hair. <laughs> you said you straightened it. <laughs> no, I'm just chilling in my costume in that one, honestly. What was your part in that play? Like, huh? What was your part in that play? Like, what did the knight do? Um, Nightman. Nightman. He Nightman. just kind of did ah! dances. There was, like, a few knights that did dances in the background with the main characters. Basically, chorus member. Right. Yeah. It was tight, though. Hell yeah. Oh, fuck. That's so good. Is that all you got? Yeah, that, <laughs> yeah. Is, that is all we have, ladies and gents. If you all want right. to see more, well, hit Now it's time for himself. me to get high school pictures of you guys. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I don't have that. <laughs> oh, dude, I was, I was, I was, about to I was be waiting. Like, I'm like, I can't wait. I was like, reminisce. I mean, I can go to your Facebook right now. Uh, I don't have Facebook, so suck my dick. Yeah, I have like three, four Facebooks just because I kept forgetting like my emails and the passwords because I always made new shit. It's a mess. My my name's out there. <laughs> nice. Seriously. Yeah. Facebook of all places. Fuck that place. Yeah. Exactly. Well, good job. I hope you feel good about yourselves now. <laughs> <laughs> Honestly, without emo and scene culture, we wouldn't have. Literally. The we wouldn't have you. The, the, <laughs> we don't have you. We wouldn't have the SoundCloud culture. Yeah. Yeah, you know, because I feel like. I mean, there's, like, we wouldn't have a ton of things. Metalcore was a big thing. That is a huge genre that transitioned into being so many different things. Right. It was, I mean, looking back on it, it's pretty cringy, but at the time it was cool. No, yeah. And I feel like it's all, it's important. I mean, if you want to know what the rest of those outfits looked like, basically (laughs) black toms, size nine, women's skinny jeans, skinny jeans from Hot Topic. The the belt what? with the, the they were the black. pointed. They were stretchy. So why would studded you belt, do women's studded over belt? That's what it was. They were more skinny. <laughs> Best answer. It's amazing. <laughs> um yeah, black A studded band belt. shirt. All of the like I heart boobies. Boobies bracelets oh, and, and the big bands. wristbands. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like a studded one. You're everything that I wish I could have been back in the day. What about Some rings necklaces. and necklace? I didn't yeah. have rings. Oh, I do. Um, now. What kind of necklaces were they? Like band necklaces or like hearts or your. It was really just any necklace I could get my hands on. The more necklaces, the more. (laughs) Mr. T with the power. Especially if you put some like under your shirt and some over. Yeah. (laughs) Oh my god. And then yeah, I had uh, some plugs in some long hair dyed black. Did you ever do the over the earphone type thing where you just put them around your neck and 
had I the things uh, had the things pointed out and just listening to your music like that. That's how I did oh, it. Oh, like like this? Yeah. yeah. Yeah, except I would have it full blast but on my head. Oh my god. Oh no. <laughs> yeah. So like completely defeating the purpose of it. Yeah, I'd rather you annoy everyone else and do that to your ears. <laughs> like honestly. Yeah. yeah. I mean, I I I did do that in the hallway at school. I, I'd put them all over my neck and just But like them. full blasting music is next level. No, yeah, it's it's insane. I feel like you can hear everything. Absolutely, mm-hmm. I love it. Might as well. You have. mean like actual full blast, not just through headphones? I mean, oh, if you full blast oh. your oh, you're talking about like it's big. Well, I, mean, I thought we were talking about having them full blast like this. Oh no, 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 oh, no, 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 no like no. like when you have them like you know yeah. in your ears or whatever, and you yeah. just crank that shit up. I mean, that's great, but what's <laughs> even greater is just like being able being to hear at a concert. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, that's awesome. Yeah, having <laughs> full blast in your face. Yeah, especially where then you can feel it in your chest. Oh, too. for sure. No, yeah, that's Weird. without argument better. <laughs> yeah, I mean, we're just plus, any giant speakers you yeah. can blare them through. It sounds kind of goofy, but like that style pro- probably got all the bitches back in the day. Like those guys were getting all the bitches. The scene kids. The scene yeah. kids. Yeah, Even now, was, the I mean, boys, the evolution of the scene. I think kid. South Park did an episode on that, like, but the difference between emo and goth. Did you guys watch that episode? No, no. I never really watched South Park. <laughs> it was like, <sighs> well, I watched a few ones, but no. emo like like goth kids hate the world and emo kids hate themselves. <laughs> I <laughs> think that's what it right. came down <laughs> to. And then scene culture was basically an offspring of emo culture that went from being like all black and dark to being like a little Super more colorful uber, uber mm-hmm. colorful yeah you know like Blood on color the dance floor, yeah. peacock that shit. yeah 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 mm-hmm. yeah 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 shout out to scene kids yeah because so. you're making a whole scene yeah i get it now <laughs> yeah dude i never really went goth but yeah i feel like over time goth was like a 90s early 2000s thing that still I was, going on to this see, day yeah that's what i was about shit. to say i, mean, I feel like more sure. people referred yeah. to them as scene kids later on than they did as emo or even goth i feel like i barely ever heard goth goth started, was a whole nother thing. started with emo yeah. for me like i got like i feel like a lot more people were talking about them emo kids or whatever and then <laughs> it went over kids. to scene yeah goth is cool though especially like the new types of goth because now you have fucking different million types of goth like mm-hmm. pastel goth i mean there were goth kids at my school but they were scary man <laughs> like those, like the, those goth like kids are some school of the nice shooter type like, kids man like it, oh there were, they look like there that. were cool goth kids for sure but like if there were weird ones they were they were goth and that's the case where everywhere anywhere you go all though. the scene kids were fine like the scene kids were cool they just wanted a lot of attention do you have any posers Word. like faux goth faux goth faux scene faux scene maybe like they try you know, to was mean, look, did, did people ever try to infiltrate I tried to that, just you know, kind group. of include everybody. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't really I like think that. about whether they were I mean, it wasn't like this big the whole dictatorship of it, like this empire of emo kids Head like council of dictating kids. whether or not someone was seen or not. <laughs> fucking council of scene kids. Like well, you're not saying, raw enough for us, bro. Get yeah, everywhere yeah, else yeah, with raw kids, with they're so thing. clicky. You know what I mean? So Goth kids? No, no, no. I mean, or, just like, you know, other cliques in general. Yeah. That, you know, yeah. word. So, you know, I feel like, you know, goth and scene kids would be, you know, it was also, as well. I mean, where I grew up, I grew up in Stillwater. Right. The, I mean, there were cliques, but mm-hmm. I mean, everyone was really nice. Yeah. Right. I mean, so kinda we kind of just, hu- other, everyone yeah. hung out with everyone. Like, kind of cool. Yeah. There were like football kids, but. I hung out with football kids because the band would play at the football games. We knew the football games and I was in band. Right. Yeah. Like 
It was kind of cool. No one was really a dick about it, and no one was like, oh, you aren't this, yeah, so you like, can't cool be a part of it. Like, whenever I, I remember as a kid, whenever I watched like High School Musical, I was like so fucking terrified of high school. And then when I got there, <laughs> yeah. I was high like, this school shit's fucking cool. kind of scarred a lot of people, I think. No, yeah, fuck you, Gabrielle. Like, she was a gaslighter. She was the real villain of that fucking movie. <laughs> I fucking remember page. finding out that that musical was just Grease. Really? <laughs> It, it was really? a long time after it, it came out. Yeah. And I was like, fuck, this is Grease. Yeah. <laughs> I just saw so Grease on VHS. <laughs> and then I saw, because I bootlegged High School Musical. So I have it on burned on a CD somewhere. Bootleg High School Musical. Which one? The first one? The first one. It's uh, the only good one. What about the status two? quo is a hit. Yeah. That is a pretty that classic dude. one. Bop to the top. Get your, bop, get your bop, head bop, in the bop, game. Bop to, let's get to head. Yeah, oh, yeah. Get your, get, your, get, your, get your head in the game. That whole beat with the basketballs and the squeaky shoes. Yes. Yeah. Mm-hmm. That was that's, pretty that's genius. That was fire. Zac Efron <laughs> and Corbin Blue. Right? Yeah. They're right. Going yeah. Beat, bro. Mm. Ashley Tisdale. <laughs> Actually, Titsdale. <laughs> <laughs> We're cutting that. So we want to... Oh, what? Oh, Fuck, um, fuck me, right? Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, that was a long conversation that just kind of spiraled into High School Musical, didn't it? That's on Fox, though. I feel like every conversation I have comes back to High School Musical. <laughs> Yikes. <laughs> so I want to ask you uh, a few questions before we wrap up here. Okay. So what's, uh, what's a quote or mantra that you live by? A quote or mantra? Yeah. Um... I try to live by don't do anything unless you're going to do it at 100%. It's a good one. Love it. Which makes multitasking pretty hard because <laughs> you kind of have to, if you're going to do two things, you got to do them at 50%. That's just how it works. Yeah. It's can't do that. Edged sword. It's, but it's, like, it's in my mind, I can't do it. It's kind of like, I think Ron Swanson said something about it. Like if you like, don't half ass something like whole ass one thing. Yeah. Right. But yeah, that was something my band director always used to say to like get us motivated for band mm-hmm. was like do it at 100 percent. like there's no point in doing something if you're not going to do it at yeah 100%. exactly Absolutely. just going off of principle it's like why would you waste your time exactly. and not give it what you give it your all exactly yeah and it's fruitless i failed a job interview by saying that really wow. i was like one of my weaknesses is multitasking and they were like well this job is entirely multitasking and i was like but Damn i it. whole ass everything i do <laughs> <laughs> wait I'm really fast at whole lasting stuff, guys. So that's my mantra. Yeah, basically. But no, that's a really good thing, though. You mean you dedicate a lot of time into what you do? Obviously, Mm -hmm. like all the tracks that you put out, they're fucking brilliant. You know. I appreciate it. Of course, man. So this next one, uh, there's a there's a right and wrong answer to this one. So that's fifty fifty shot. It really is. You got it. Don't worry. So here's the last answer. You got it. Okay. How do you like your steak cooked? Steak, medium rare. Oh, oh yes. you got it. You did it. That's the one. We're so proud of you. Hamburger medium. Hamburger medium. What does that mean? On a hamburger, you know, you want like your a hamburger meat to be patty? medium. Oh, than medium I thought it was rare. like a different type of medium rare. <laughs> <laughs> I want it to be hamburger medium. <laughs> <laughs> Fuck, I don't know. Steak. Yeah, medium rare steak. I like pink steak. Yeah, me too. I'll eat well done steak. But I, I mean, no. I don't know about that. I have standards. It's a fucking. <laughs> you, you won't eat it if it's well done. Nope. No, I mean, really, probably will. I'll put it on like, my car. It's been ages since I really had well done steak. Yeah. yeah. But fuck steak. <laughs> fuck steak. Why? It's delicious. Fuck I haven't had steak. a steak in a long time. Honestly, anytime I'm grocery shopping, I never think I'm gonna make myself a steak. 
No, yeah, I think but when I go to a restaurant, chicken, I never order a steak. Me neither. Yeah. I go to chicken. Chicken's my go-to. Like if I like, I'll order a chicken fried steak, bro. Oh yes, that chicken fried steak is where word. it's at. Put that shit on the sandwich. Like bread. I'd rather have a chicken fried steak than a sirloin. I think. <laughs> A lot of I people don't know, hate man. me for that. But. Definitely depends where you are. I feel yeah, like chicken depends. fried steaks are done really well around here. If you go to you know? Del Rancho, yeah. Oh, Del Rancho. <laughs> that was pretty good ones. <laughs> but if you go to Cattleman's and get a chicken fried steak, they'll fucking beat your ass Has right there. Has anyone answered there. that question incorrectly? Yes. Yeah, <laughs> we, had be surprised. A, we had a well doneer. Yeah, and we immediately beat the shit out of them. Yeah, we shut everything down, you know, nightsticked them, and then back on. Didn't yeah. air it. <laughs> we like we went keeping into... that in the archives yeah. <laughs> eliminate this group of people who like their steak well done exactly yeah we're just here to find it all out <laughs> <laughs> oh so so here's a here's our last one okay if you had a year left what would you do travel really like I'd probably just sell everything and just go wherever just where the fuck you want mm-hmm. right where probably would you go? go the other side of the world yeah. Would you spend the rest of your days there or would you like, just like travel come, hop? I don't know? know. I probably wouldn't plan anything out. Right. I'd just probably like, be yeah. like, all right, well, whenever, fuck. whenever I die, I die. Yeah. <laughs> Depends what country I'm in. I'd probably try to get myself killed before. Oh, <laughs> my God. <laughs> you know how they say, like, if you're if you're traveling, go to Africa last because you ha- you're, like, most likely to die there? I didn't know out that. Out of any I, other yeah, continent. I didn't know that either. Yeah. yeah. Like, if you're traveling, pick Africa to go to last because if you're going to, like, free travel backpack africa you're more than likely gonna oh, die, die somewhere there rather than somewhere else something. yeah sheesh yeah the extreme environments i mean and it's so huge there's just i mean wild shit <laughs> no, no kidding, lions man. fucking lions. pirates in somalia anaconda is anaconda in africa or is lions that, i think that's uh, no, South in America. Nicki Minaj somewhere oh <laughs> yeah i probably just like travel everywhere get on a boat on a or boat. be a first place then yeah um, on the boat, I probably right, like, plane. Well, like first I gotta get to the boat, dumbass. <laughs> gotta get somewhere to southern, the like southeastern Europe, like Romania, oh, Turkey. Probably like I've always wanted to go see like all the ancient culture there, like oh, castles. Yeah. That's pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like all the original old castles are in Romania and stuff. Oh, shit's and, cool. Yeah, fucking yeah. Dracula's actual. There's castle. something yeah. about like. South, I keep having to like figure out my directions. Where like Southeastern Europe, it's like it's almost Asia, but it's not. Yeah. It's it's near the Middle East, but it's not. It's just this so Eastern like, Europe culture kinda. that's like really fascinating to me. Eurasia, some reason. Some of the things yeah, that's kind of what it is. Because a lot of that also like a lot of Eastern Europe also just goes into Russia. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Then if you around the desert, it goes yeah. inside the Middle East and stuff. Yeah, exactly. So, yeah. That's pretty cool. Fork in the road, if you will. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you can either go to Dracula's castle or you'll end up in Dubai. <laughs> what's uh what's something your listeners don't know about you? Damn, he pulled out a question. What the hell? Damn, <laughs> it never happened. Uh, my social security. I'm sure you number. have dedicated <laughs> listeners at this point. You know, a few months in. You probably ask more questions about everyone else than people ask about you. So what's like something that is weird that nobody knows? Oh, interesting. Oh. Um, really, a lot of, I feel like a lot of things people don't know is just how much fucking how much we know each other, <laughs> and just like how much yeah. how much time we actually spend together. Yeah. That's sweet. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> that's good. Yeah, yeah. They, uh, I guess that. What about you? Uh, for me, I don't. 
don't know. I'm trying to think of like interesting things about me. Or just Nothing. things I haven't even said. For yeah, example, exactly. like the only anime I've finished is Soul Eater. I'll say it right really? now. The only anime I've finished is Soul Eater. Out of all the ones. Out of all the ones, the one. the one that's like a hundred and something episodes. Right? I've like, started so many. For some reason, anime like storylines all just kind of like get very boring in the middle for me personally. Filler. Filler. And I, like, I can't I, get through it. I feel that. I, tr- I, I started that, no. My Hero Academia like three times. That was one good one. That I know, I know, <laughs> dude. I don't know what it is. I'm sorry, fuck, man. <laughs> where do you where do you leave off on it? Where which one did you leave off on? Um, he's uh he's uh at the old master's house. He's at All Might's master's house. He goes there and visits. Oh my god, you haven't even gone to you haven't even gone to one for all versus all for one, man. I don't even know what that is, <laughs> dude. Know, right? You got to get to it. This it's is all just baller. foreign to me. <laughs> Well, it's Japanese, so I would. Yeah. <laughs> but, dude, I would have thought like Death the Note. first seven episodes of. I did watch Death Note. Okay, that was a I lie. was about to say. I mean, that was not that many episodes. No, yeah, it's the. I easiest watched that one. back in middle school. I did read Death Note. That's the only manga I've completed. It was yeah. Death Note. Oh, I read nice. all of that. That was a good one. Actually, that one fucks. Yeah. Yeah, this shit's good. Did you guys see the new movie? The, yeah, the one, the one that Netflix. Put out. That was ridiculous. Yeah, it was fucking garbage. I was immediately, I was free, but I was like, I still want my money back. Like, <laughs> the death scenes were good. They were brutal. For they sure. were. Yeah. It was like a Final Destination movie meets a I liked edgy um, teenager. The Shinigami was voiced by the guy. I William can't remember Defoe. his name. Yeah, yeah. Green Goblin. Green oh, Gra- hell yeah. That's why whenever that he guy. came out, he's a goblin looking dude, and yeah. I recognize his voice. I was, and Green Goblin is like, Iconic for oh, for, sure. for the same for Raimi. people our age because that was kind of terrifying as a kid. Oh, whenever he'd be like, it was kind of weird. Yeah, especially God's like the whole Spider-Man. transformation. God's yeah, or like I don't know if you remember the jump scare. Whenever he's like, like dreaming about the fire, yes. and you just see Goblin's face. I'm like, what the fuck? Yeah, I was like, dude, I'm fucking four. Can or like relax? when he's talking to himself in the mirror. That those are the parts that freak me Spider-Man. out. Yeah. you gotta go for the heart. Yeah, yeah, dude, that one fucking fucked me. He's up a again. brilliant actor, though. Yeah, he is. He he started this one movie. Might have been called The Hunter, but he plays this like a uh, hunter that's kind of like contracted, maybe like to kill out this like last surviving like you know member of a species or something. I don't know. It's this like whole thing, <laughs> but yeah, it's this whole like moral compass dilemma. It, I think it's I've pretty seen that. Good. Like, is, is it on Netflix? I don't know. I, don't I think know. I remember my parents like, rented that shit. It was uh, back on Redbox. Back on Redbox. <laughs> oh, Redbox nice. used to fuck. Still yes. fucks. Dude. Redbox is tight. Hell yeah, brother. You just got to remember to put the shit back. That's the thing, <laughs> yeah. you know? You got to make two you, trips. I can't tell you how many fucking movies my family yeah. accidentally stole because we just forgot that we had yeah. them. We just bought the shit for way more than it was worth well, sometimes. So I thought Netflix started whenever I was like 10 or 11. Turns oh, out Netflix no. has existed since like the 90s. Really? Mail in DVDs, bro. Yeah. I didn't know that. They mailed I mean, it to you. I mean, I grew I was born in 97 and I had never heard of Netflix until I was like 10 or 11. So I I assumed it didn't exist as a company until then. So yeah, now seeing wow. it as like a superpower company and learning that it has existed like as long as it's I have so is weird. Long. Yeah, it's fucking strange cuz yeah, like I, parent... I remember like in the, whenever they first actually started marketing it whenever it was like the mailing DVD mm-hmm. things. I remember that. 
But then whenever they switched over to streaming, it was fucking oh, too good. Oh, revolutionary, off. right? Yeah, it took yeah. the fuck off. I remember off. my parents used to rent DVDs from that shit. It was the most exciting thing to see in the mailbox when you go to get to, you know, check the mailbox. Yeah. You're like, oh, my God. Wait to watch my movie. DVD is movie. here. <laughs> <laughs> my DVD movie. is here. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait to play this game. <laughs> I waited 10 days for this. Gamefly. That was no the shit. other game. Gamefly, yeah. Gamefly. They tried to bring it back. Still sucks, but <laughs> they tried. Yeah. People have torrents now. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Everybody has Steam. Steam sells. Seriously. You yeah. Get Team Fortress 2 for like five cents or some shit. Yeah. It's crazy. I bought a bunch of games. On Dude, who doesn't? I go Summer crazy sale on, on Steam is where it's at. Yeah. If you want to lose a fuck ton of money. I got all the Tomb Raider games for like less than $20. That's fucking beautiful. How many are like, there? There's three. Hell yeah. So the, the new ones or the remake? Or the, the new ones. The wound. Yeah. I got Hitman. I got Firewatch. I got Titanfall 2. I got Dead by Daylight. Um, Dead by Daylight's a tight game. You ever played that? No. You're basically like, there's four. It's online. Um, Five-person game. Four people are survivors, and one's the killer. Oh. The survivors have you to know, escape, oh. like fix these generators and escape the map before the killer gets them. Yeah, and the killer can like, put them on traps and stuff. Oh, yeah. okay, I know. And it's cool because there's like maps and characters from like popular series so there's like the demogorgon and the yeah. hawkins lab from stranger things but you could have like the demogorgon in like a desert cemetery from another show or something right like jason Vor. i think jason Vor. he's one yeah. of the dlc ones you have jason in the hawkins lab bird yeah that's like insane that. yeah. yeah it's a cool game it's fun but yeah games are tight netflix is tight, <laughs> <Games are> tight. <laughs> we love to see it uh, <laughs> oh man so going back to your question what's something Listeners might not know about me. Maybe it's that oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> I know, right? <laughs> Maybe it's that uh, George, like Richard. Richard's not like my last name. Uh, it's Marquez, but I just go by my first and middle name. Really? I don't know Richards how many people didn't know name? that. What? Richards is your middle name? Yeah, just Richard. Oh, Richard. Yeah. So I. But you I go by go George by... Richard. I didn't. Yeah. I didn't in... know you before today. So. Right. Right. So you're part of that. Um, really, it's my stage name, really. Oh, cool. Because uh, I do stand-up comedy. Well, I did before you know everything shut down. No way. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Where do you where do you do, where do you do it? Uh, I did I did shows at the Paramount. I did it at Paseo, Sauced on Paseo, Bricktown uh, Comedy. Oh, I wish. Yeah. I I, uh, I always see forgot to film dude. like whenever I did my sets, but uh, I did I did do stand up way like <clears throat> I'd say four years ago too when I was like fifteen sixteen, and wow. then uh, I stopped because I did that for like around a month and then I stopped for years and then i picked it back up in like you know march into february it's been it was if i had done stand up when i was 15 i would have got shit thrown at me oh (laughs) yeah i had shitty jokes but it was awesome to have the experience and that rush of like you know performing in front of people it was insane i've been like trying to i've been i've never had like a big comedy phase where i've like tried to like analyze comedians and stuff but i've been doing that lately and i've been like trying to figure out the different kinds of humor that comedians yeah. use and right. like what makes it funny right because <laughs> some just like are monotone the whole time but their jokes are hilarious are right funny. but yeah. like some are like really Dave really Chappelle, dramatic and, you know a and, lot of that i feel comes down to the difference between like so like deadpan would be you're, you're saying something and you want the audience to think one thing and you just constantly throw them off Versus the whole animated shit is when you're telling just like a straight up funny story mm-hmm. yeah. where, you know, the audience can kind of predict what is going to happen next. But like you're just telling it so goddamn well that it's right. hilarious. That's like you were there. Yeah, it's, it's, I, I think feel like that's I think one that's the, the kind of comedy that turns me on is like the animated, <laughs> really yeah. like really animated, like goofy voices and goofy faces. <laughs> yeah, that's the best. Like, uh, 
I mean, I'm trying to think of someone who does that. Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle's like you know the scene in the office where uh, Steve Carell just like he's standing there and he's like. Oh and it just zooms in on his face. He's like thinking about something. And he just has this fucking distressed face, and it's like, yeah, he's like, <laughs> like one of the funniest scenes in the show. Yeah. Or like, Steve, I just, I think Steve Carell's funny. There's that that scene in Bruce Almighty. Was that the first one? I think so. Yeah, yeah, where he's like making him say things. Oh, while I he's love on that one. Right. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's so awesome. In recent news, I think they have some best in my throat. He's like, Jesus, Jesus, you do that so I know, good. Right? <laughs> he just like gives this whole, I don't know, that shit is funny to me. I mean, like, just See, animated humor more than like. I have, pan, e- yeah. I have extremely yeah. dry humor in my opinion, so I prefer watching like and hearing those jokes that are like, I'm saying this, I'm saying this, and then just out of fucking nowhere, this hilarious ass punchline that just like you know contradicts everything they just said. Like, I don't know. I, I kind of live for that type of humor. So I who love are some it. of your favorite stand-up? Uh, Louis C.K. had good ones, but I know he's, you know, canceled now. Yeah, because uh, yeah, he's touched <laughs> Um, I do enjoy Bill Burr, but he is more on the vein of, like, you know, anime. I enjoy yeah. Bill, Bill Burr. Burr is Bill Burr fucking is fucking funny. incredible. He's probably my, t- he's my <laughs> second It's funny one. how much he, like, teeters on the brink of oh, like, cancellation. Oh, cancellation. <laughs> yeah. Every that's time. What, I think that's what makes it funny. Yeah, I think it's just because he's always like it's he's so good at it and so exaggerated to the point where it's like there's no way he can be serious about this, yeah. and you, you kind of just like know that it's an act. Yeah, yeah. it's just a joke. And Have you I watched think he's Ephes so for Family? Ephes, Ephes, yeah, yeah, Ephes for Family. That's that one's a very good, very, very funny crude one. show. Yeah, but it's <laughs> very funny. Yeah, yeah. I like uh, um, Tom Segura. Tom Segura. Oh, he is hilarious. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he's, he's good. Fun, funny. Absolutely funny. But yeah, my, probably my number one is Dave Chappelle. Dave Chappelle is fucking Dave Chappelle. hilarious. Dave Chappelle yeah. is a king. The funniest Did you dude watch ever. Um, Eric Andres? Andres? Oh, Every, I Legalize I haven't, Everything. I haven't yeah, I've seen it. Now. He screams a lot. That, but that was a good example of like animated humor. Yeah, that he's, I like. he's, he's very just, animated. I mean, if you've seen the Eric Andres show, you know how, how all crazy over the place it is. he is. Somebody ordered a pizza bowl. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, then the, I think my favorite one was, did you see the, the show where they had Mac DeMarco? Yeah. And he like gets Mac DeMarco, ties him onto this thing. And he's like, it's time for attack DeMarco. And all these people come out and there's this like tiny, this tiny guy and he's like oh. butt naked. And he just like sticks his ass in his face. He, Mac DeMarco's tied down. And all these naked oh, people God. just start beating the shit out of Mac DeMarco. It's so fucking funny. <laughs> and you know Mac DeMarco's like kind Ooh. of into it because he's Mac yeah. DeMarco. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, this is what I came on here for. Yeah. <laughs> I That's thought you, you said this was going to be boring. <laughs> <laughs> I like seeing the ones where people get just like absolutely incredibly incredibly uncomfortable. angry. Yeah. Like, I remember the one that I, I saw was the, you remember, you know who Lou Ferrigno is? The old fucking Hulk before yeah. CGI uh-huh. and everything? He got him on here, and he was about this close to beating Eric Andre's ass. <laughs> he literally stands up and is like, I'm fucking walking out of this. That's funny. <laughs> that I like Hannibal that people kicks. like know what they're walking into, yeah. but also don't. don't. Yeah, there's yeah. still like an element Like, of you know something bad is going to happen yeah. to yes. you. You just don't know what it is. It's like ASAP Rocky. They made him play... They they put a bunch of tasers on a swing. They made him walk across blindfolded while he was rapping. <laughs> oh my god! And he was into it. That's funny. <laughs> it's so funny. That's so fucked up though. <laughs> there was there was one there was a female actress that was on there. I can't remember her name. Um, and he like 
vomited everywhere <laughs> all over his desk right in front of her oh i think it was like whoa fucking she was like heidi or I, something i felt so bad for her i did too but it was also heidi klum heidi, i don't know if it was heidi klum it was one of the heidis no way but it was the funniest <laughs> shit i've ever seen he just goes so well uh, so, no i'm okay i'm okay <laughs> oh, <laughs> <laughs> oh my god i really like the one whenever uh hannibal kicks uh <laughs> flavor flame in the face and it just cuts right there i've not he's seen like, that yeah he goes like man hannibal's just like this show sucks man and flavor flame is like yeah and then he just goes <laughs> in the face. oh my god <laughs> shit's so funny oh my god so, how so do you stand want? up is cool that's <laughs> cool that you do that i hope to see you someday word <laughs> Yeah, uh, dude, yeah, I'll, I'll try to let you know whenever you know what's going down. There's a lot Type. of funny people that go there. I'm definitely working my way up to being that funny as funny as some of those other people can be. Dude, it's really awesome. We should have a collaborative show. Uh, we'll yeah. open up for yeah. your stand-up yeah, act. While you, or was like, while, while you guys are... You, since you don't know what to say in between songs, we'll do some Yeah, you want to talk for me in between songs? <laughs> exactly. <laughs> I got a whole bunch Here's of... Here's our real lead talker. He's we're, a real lead we've talker. Got, we've got, got, a, lead we've talker. got a lead singer and a lead talker. And yeah. here's our speaker. <laughs> <laughs> Dude, oh, so I, I guess got, the speech and debate kind of goes into that, doesn't it? Oh, like for sure. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. Now that I think know, about you telling me that earlier. Sometimes, you know, you'll be you know telling a story, but sometimes, you know, you're telling a joke and those... You require different methods of delivery based on how you want it to be perceived and what you want them to think and where you're going to throw that curveball. Mm -hmm. And so, you know, you have to not only be loud enough for everyone to hear <laughs> you and for people to pay attention to you, but you also have to, you know, talk in a certain way where it's like you're having a one-on-one, -on -one, but also talking to everyone at once. Because it's one of those things, almost like podcasting, where, uh, you know, stand-up comedy and comedy shows, I feel, they can be interpreted as, you know, like a intimate type thing you know just depending on you know the type of comedy that you're going for and so you want to do your best to you know maintain the illusion that you know you might be having a conversation with someone who's just cracking you the fuck up yeah versus <laughs> versus yeah. like he puts a lot of thought into it i just get on i'm like whenever i my i envision my stand up i'm just gonna hop on scene and just talk dumb shit for like an hour or something i, I mean i've I don't know seen like some my thing. crash and burn stand up stuff before no and yeah it's I've like seen... it makes me think about like what i would actually do if i was up there telling jokes right so i've always wanted to talk to someone who's like actually done it before <laughs> like, like yeah like, have you ever we'll talk more about <laughs> yeah. it some other some yeah. word. word all right ben where can they find you we have music on spotify and apple music or wherever you listen to your music it's probably on there pabu um Got a music video coming out sometime soon for Miss Macy. That's a single you can go and listen to wherever you want. Uh, that should be out sometime. We don't have a release date yet. Be on the lookout. Keep it emo. Emo culture for life. Yes. <laughs> Keep it emo. Uh, I agree with that message. Keep word. it emo. Don't let the scene die. <laughs> word. Roar. Uh, be sure to follow the show at Tay Mayhem where you can watch us go live every week. Thank you guys for listening. Thank you guys for listening. Love you guys. Bye. Love you too. You gotta kiss the mic. <laughs> <laughs>